Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I skipped most of the intro so I didn't have to hear it. But welcome to the show! Yay! Yay! Yay. It's episode 18, whatever the hell that means. Oh, I didn't tell you before we started. You can't say the big swears because big... I know, I know. Big Daddy Chris, who's the boss, wants to keep us in some way, shape, family friendly. Okay. You can get some little little ones, you know. Um, The uh, B B words, are B words good? We want to call someone a bitch. Bloody... Yo, yeah, go nuts. Bastard. Yeah. Bastard. We just can't say the F and the C, I feel. Oh. I feel like those are the key players we can't get on. As soon as I get on the microphone, my entire being wants to say <laughs> C words. <laughs> I haven't even introduced you. This evening, we are joined by my lovely friend, Stephen, who I don't often get to see because he now lives in Canada. So he is oh. here at the moment on a little vacation back to the homeland of England. Yay. Welcome. Yay. Yes. Val just knocked over your Lucasade. It's already beginning. Oh. How are you finding being back in England? Um, it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's very, depressing. It's very expensive. There are so many cars. Yes. <laughs> so many cars. I, I just, I can't even compute how many cars there are because there are more cars than actual places Humans. to have the cars. Yeah. I mean, but you live in a city. And there's, there's more cars here in a horrible little town. That's crazy. Yeah. We are in, so overrun. In Toronto, it's... I, I don't know, because everything was purpose-built in North America for the car. Yeah. So all the car spaces are yeah. like seven foot wide because everybody drives an F- Ford F-150 over there. And then um, uh, the lanes are wider, comfort yeah. lanes. What's the comfort lane? Well, it's from Seinfeld. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were I was like, ooh, Canada is so comfortable. We have special comfort lanes for driving. The dog is going insane. Yeah. I think she wants her jumper off, but then oh, she's okay. just going to shiver. And I'm like, I can't even cope with what she needs right now. Val, come. Steve's come taking her off. Oh, yes. Yeah, 
So while Steve is doing that, of course I'll introduce the podcast gang. We've got Valkyrie here, the Giggly Wiggly is here, the Real Akumas are here, and Big Boy Papa Kuma is here. And I feel like Val is going to be very vocal this evening. She's never met Steve before. She's very excited. You met, you met my other dog, Diego, didn't you, when he oh, was yes. alive? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I yes. met Diego. Oh, my yes. God. He was so decrepit near the end. It was insane. He lived He's so to, cute. He lived to 14. Oh, that's really old. For Especially a pug. For, yeah. Yeah. Because they normally develop quite bad congenital problems as they get older. Yeah. Something. Valkyrie's nude now, and maybe she'll calm down, and she's... Hopefully, hopefully. We like her being on the show because occasionally she she chimes in, but sometimes she's just like really awful. And that's why the Giggly Wiggly is part of the podcast gang because she gets this toy out that's obnoxiously loud. Okay. And I'm just like, would you actually stop? And then it just became part of the show. And I was like, yeah, cool, sick. We'll have a podcast gang. Everyone's in on this together. Oh no, the vape, Val. Oh, also, audio listeners, Val loves vapes. I think we've discussed this before. Steve just dropped it. <laughs> she's just knocking over everything. She's- Are you a cat? She's being, <laughs> you a cat knocking things over? She's being nuts today. Yeah. Um, me and Steve are both a little ill. I've had mm-hmm. a cold for a week. Steve's got a cold <coughs> today. How, yeah. How's that going? That's um, how good it's going. My kidneys feel like the size of beach balls. Why is it affecting your kidneys? Uh, Am I being stupid? I think, no, I think it's probably something to do with my, my meds. Because I'm kind of, because I'm traveling. Yeah. So I'm feeling a little bit exhausted anyway. Yeah. Not sleeping very well. A whole litany of just disaster. Yeah, accumulative. Yeah. And then uh, I went up to um, Medway to see a friend, a friend of mine, Pippa, who works for the British Museum. And uh, yeah, it was was very nice. And uh, yeah, I just think it was just... That's what pushed me over the edge. My body just went... Medway pushed you over the edge. It's such a hellhole anyway, no, you know. I tried to confine myself to Rochester, which yeah. is the acceptable part of... <laughs> they Medway. have a castle. <laughs> I know, an actual castle, not just yeah. a house that you call a castle, which yeah. is the most North American thing ever. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, and I think it was just my body was just like, okay, you're done. Because mm. I had to stay for the extra week because of the visa issues and stuff yeah. like that. But that's fine. But I'm very look, much looking forward to just going back home and staying in bed Ooh. for a very, very long time. Well, that'll be nice. little relax. You've not, got, you've not got to go back to work straight away, I assume. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to be back at work on Monday. Oh, <laughs> now you're here <laughs> doing a podcast. But, hey, visas are a thing, and you got to stay, and you got to yeah. do it, and then hopefully it will be resolved, and you'll be back in the air flying for, like, what I can imagine is, what, 20 hours? Oh, yeah, going back is a bit of a mission because uh, it's nine hours to Montreal or eight hours to Montreal. I have to lay over two hours, and then it's, like, 35 seconds from Montreal to Toronto. <laughs> I t- I don't know. Anyway, it'll be fun. Arduous. I can go and have the famous sliders in uh, Montreal. Oh, the little foods. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I keep, I'm going to throw film quotes at you. Okay. What was that from? Uh, Walrus. Oh, my God. Right. Right? Oh, my God. You're going to get me. And then I'm going (laughs) to just, like, get fired because I don't know what anyone's talking about. My boss is going to be like, why why have you been working for this company for, like, Ah. I don't even know how long I've been working for this company now. Maybe 10 years. Chris, you yeah. know. Put it in the... Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, okay. But I've only been doing the podcast for just over a year, so... Like and subscribe. Oh, tea. Um, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, 
I've been doing, I've been doing the podcast for over a year, but I was doing written reviews for yeah. ages. So like now we've just moved into like podcast. I feel like we're really behind the times having only just done a podcast. Uh, oh yeah, but it's like the entire universe, except for me. Has a podcast. Has a podcast or started a podcast over, over COVID. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and there were so many um, podcasts out there. Now it's, it's a bit of a... I just, I do you know, of all my friends, I'm the only person who has a podcast. So I'm kind of blessed in that way. And I'm doing it for a company. I'm not just talking about my life or whatever. And just being a weirdo and being like, I'm so, re- I'm so relevant. Yay. I had, no, I have one friend who does a football podcast, but that's about it. Oh, I don't know who's listening to I that. I couldn't imagine anything worse than discover. Are we talking about football or hand egg? Just to clarify. For yeah, the, it's not hand American. egg. It's it's kicking football for okay. any of our American listeners. Like yeah. soccer. Oh my God, soccer. And, I'm talking about soccer. Yeah, and soccer's like a Caribbean dance craze. Oh, it's all so <laughs> complex right now. But like, I don't get England when it comes to like football because it's just like no one... It's it's almost like people are like disgusted in you if you don't watch football, and I feel like we're so indoctrinated to it. Even if you don't enjoy it and you don't like it, oh my yeah. god, the dog with that Lucas aid is insane. The even if you don't like, no. No. oh she's no Val, stop doing that. <laughs> I feel like even if you she's don't determined. like, you, if you don't like football, you're just like weirdly told to like football, and then you just start watching it, and then everyone's just like. Do you really enjoy this, or are you just doing it because everyone else is doing it? If that makes sense. Well, uh, I have a bit of a life story thing about the the whole football thing because mm. I always like uh, thought that it oh, it was all part of that toxic masculinity thing, and even thirty. I years, got a dick. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, and I never subscribed to that. Yeah, and you know, I just like kind of glance at the back page of the paper, just. Because, you know, as yeah, a man, you're in a pub and yeah. there's a bit of awkward silence. See the match? Oh. <laughs> Narrow it down for me. There's, in t- there's like six leagues. I know. Which... All right, okay. I know everyone's doing rugby as well now. Oh, well. It's like so See, confusing. rugby is the acceptable form of football. I'm weirdly scared of men who have really big thighs. <laughs> like, I know that's so random. I but it what that phobia's called. Because I'm, oh. I'm going to I don't know. I find it like really repugnant and it like really grosses me out. And so when I watch rugby and I see them in their little sports shorts and like stuff like that, and I'm just like, it's just really gross to me. Like it, it's like the biggest turn off. I can't deal with men who have thick legs and, and men who have like peach ass, like a good butt, like a thick ass. It grosses me out as well. Like these guys came into work today and they were like so ripped and cut. And I was like, what? So, if you're scared of thighs, I you am. would have thigh anxiety. <gasps> I do have that. So, rugby is like my biggest nightmare, and which is really <laughs> annoying because I love the WWE. Obviously, like wrestling is like awesome, and I just can't stand looking at their legs sometimes. Right. I'm like, bleh, bleh. Right. like, I try not to look. No, 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 no. She is about it. that Lucasaid. She wants the she energy. Wants- oh my god, there's so many wires going on. Right. While Steve is is um, worrying about Lucasaid and Val and stuff like that, I feel like Val has been the most energized in this episode. Today we're going to be talking about. We were on a night out in Gingers. We got beer thrown all over us, and my hat is still ruined. Really? Are no. you going to get that professionally cleaned? Because yeah, that's a gorgeous hat. Yeah. So some guy threw beer over us. It was really weird. And um, 
God, you've only been back a few weeks. <laughs> I think I'd only been back like three days. So yeah, my, yeah. My favourite hat is a Stetson Open Road. And um, yeah, in silver grey. Yes. Beautiful. I've kept it immaculate for like almost a year. Wow. Um, some 17 year old. I'm, sh- I'm sure he meant well, but just very nervous. Went, yeah. I uh, just went. Uh, here have all the liquid in the, in the world, world. Uh, yeah it was a table service bar and he like literally flung across the table and then like i got a crotch full of beer you got a hat full of beer and it was just mm. a nightmare also as well i woke up the next morning and like mm. i had just taken my clothes off and thrown them on the floor and the whole room stunk of beer that's how <laughs> soaked my jeans and crotch region were with beer <laughs> i was like oh my god i don't even drink is this what being an alcoholic's like <laughs> is this what heroin's like like it was just like really awful but yeah, and so we kind of, like, conceived that we were going to talk about A24 films, which is good because, yeah. like, I've never... I've, done, I've not even touched upon them yet in this, like, 18 episodes of Garbage, yeah. which is crazy because, like, A24 is, like, what we were discussing about our personalities earlier. It's Marmite or it's, like, you know, you either love it or you hate it. Right. And, and I abs- No, I, but I genuinely think, because of all the, um, the studio system in the States, that A24 are the only studio producing cinema anymore yes i agree yeah and um and so whether you like it or hate it um you've got to like uh partake in it because there's there's nothing else the studios aren't producing um interesting films anymore are you trying to tell me you don't want to watch all the marvel movies ever made (laughs) and all the remakes under the sun and all the live action versions of disney movies the rehashing oh my god (laughs) Um, yeah, no. It's trash. Absolutely not. No, I just, I mean, they've got their place. Like, yeah. I like a Saturday morning cartoon, mm. and I could quite happily on Saturday afternoon sit with a bucket of popcorn and watch every episode of uh, the animated Batman. <gasps> I was, right? you have just read my mind. I was literally going to say that to you. I was like, oh my God, the OG 90s animated Batman series is where it's at. That and the original X Men, like, animated series. Bruce Tim is. Yeah. An absolute god. He should do more stuff, but he yeah. made bank with all that stuff. So yeah. he could just sit back on his uh, relax. in his massive house with his like sixteen swimming pools Sick. and uh, go. Which car shall I drive? God, I've only got 14 swimming pools. I'm such a chum. <laughs> I feel like such a loser. But yeah, no, I, I'm the same. I don't like any of like these superhero movies, but I really like all the OG 90s cartoons. Yeah. But like, there is nothing good going on. There's no original films anymore. And I do agree with you. Yeah, A24 seem to be the only like production company who are still like, no, we're dedicated to actual stories, new new ideas, developing like up and coming, like, you know, actors, directors, I you know, script, yeah. screenplays. Well, um- um, they uh, not poached, but recruited Ari Aster, that we we're going to I'll be talking about in a, uh, shortly, out of uh, film school mm. uh, directly, and just here's ten mil. And damn, midsummer was his route. Um, was the result? You know, he'd done some shorts and stuff that had been in South by Southwest, but mm. um, or and uh, uh, but. Uh, I think that it's that proactive kind of like finding interesting people with uh, people with interesting voices that yeah. uh, that means that A twenty four remains relevant. However, <sighs> no, I think it's still commercial. I think it you know it just sticks to those um, very yeah. classic cinema theater tropes of sci fi and horror, horror, and they're your main staples. And yeah. then occasionally throw in some. Um, 
uh, something like uh, uncut, uncut, sorry, uncut gems, <laughs> which is which is a great drama, uh, uh, a absolutely great film. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I, I remember going through that when he when he said all my all my jewelry in my shops is just crap. I can say crap. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Yeah, <laughs> all right, and. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember the entire company within 24 hours was just wiped off the face of the earth. Wow. It was just crazy. Uh, bonkers. I wonder, like, I, even though we're not going to touch upon the witch or the VVH, yeah. whatever it's pronounced, I wouldn't class that as a horror or a sci-fi. I don't even know how you would genreify. Like, I know people say it's a witch, but it's it's a horror, the witches, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I find don't know. a lot of the, uh, the horror, especially based around... Um, Oh, th- things like uh, generational trauma and mm. family. Oh, and, yeah. Um, so the th- they're the themes, but it's couched in that um, horror movie thing. Um, yeah. Kind of package, which is easily digestible by somebody going to the cinema with their date on a Saturday night. Let's watch The Witch together. Right. Did you ever see the trailer for that movie, which they themed entirely around Just Black Philip? And it like tells you, right, so they did just no. a trailer for Black Philip for when that movie came out. So oh, you yeah. don't know anything about it, but you just see <laughs> Black Philip's like clips and stuff. And you're like, this makes me want to watch it. But I feel like the first film we should touch upon is um, probably Oof. my favorite of the bunch okay. is Midsummer. Midsommar. Midsommar. Very, very good. Like, all right, so Mids... God, I watched Midsummer in two two ways. I watched it the first time it came out, and I was like, yeah, this is a great movie. This looks cool. This, that, and the other. This dog... Just pop it... Yeah, pop it up. You got it. Um, She's still after the LucasAid audio listeners. Steve, you're the most animated guest I've had. You're up and down. I'm living for it, you know? Well, I'm in this carefully choreographed dance with... Valkyrie. With, the, with Valkyrie. Val, you gotta go you gotta go somewhere because you need to not be so annoying right now. <laughs> no, I know you're in the no, podcast. No, no, no. She's, she's so cute. What is happening? What is what is this? Oh my is this for me? Yeah. Oh how I and you bring it out at the right movie time. Right. Steve has just handed me a Wicker Man sticker and it says influence. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a, a oh stick with Lord Fairile yeah. in front of the Wicker Man, and it just says uh, oh influencer in the bottom. Uh, I, I am got an that from. Uh, uh, there's a, a zine. Weirdwalk.co.uk. Yeah. I'm wearing the t shirt. You're t-shirt. wearing the merch. You're rapping. Yeah. And <gasps> I went to a recent show they had with like, Stephen Lever's. Uh, That's <clears throat> uh, iconic. Uh, doing it, but uh, Weird Walks is very in. Uh, keeping with what we're going to talk today because it's all yes. like uh, ley lines and walking around um, small stone circles and stuff that are around um, the UK but uh, yeah if you're on the internet check it out uh, web yeah. books are absolutely amazing I have no affiliation with we're just we're just pop- yeah we're just popping off we're living for them weirdwalk.co.uk everyone go check that out the sticker is really cool hopefully they've got some cool merch but yeah. um yeah midsummer is so i watched midsummer in two ways i watched mm. the first time and i was like yeah that's a good movie and then the second one i'd watched it and um you know like i thought about things and i started <laughs> to really recognize things like one i have been in that relationship i have been in that relationship <laughs> that sad desperation she has to please that man who doesn't give a heck about her 
Do you know what I mean? And the way she, and like, mm. I think you have to walk away from it to then see it again. And then I was like, oh my God, I would apologize for nothing all the time. I was essentially scared of this person all the time. I was constantly trying to people please someone who did not care about me. Do you know what I mean? And I, and then <laughs> I had a family member pass away. You know what I mean? And I yeah. knew people who treated me like he was treating her when her family passed away, where it was just like this inconvenience, but they're just going through the motions. And yeah. I was like, I have never seen a film touch on that in such a because they never state it they never say it no one ever turns around to and says hey your boyfriend's kind of like verbally abusive and neglecting you and kind of gaslighting you do you know what i mean like and i had never seen such a quality representation without any kind of verbiage to back it up like no one comments on it yeah i was just trying to think about um, parallels to that and it would be like something like Heather's or the craft. Oh yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. And but they're not even in the same ballpark at all. But, no, no. You know that, um, and they're nineties films, and they do classics. They do the positive femininity, uh, femininity. Yeah. Very yeah. awkwardly. God, I loved Heather's. I don't. I still love Heather's. It's such it's a still, great movie. Yeah. What color Heather would you be? <laughs> <laughs> To be oh fair, God. when it comes to the fashion, I actually think Winona Ryder's one is her her outfits color schemes are the best with the greys and the blues. Like I do, I oh, do credit yeah. for that. Like, do you know I what I mean? Know. Oh my God, I forgot to mention to you. What's that? I made Connor for the first time, literally only a few weeks ago. Watch Empire Records. Because <gasps> you and I get Rex Manning oh, Day. Oh my God! And he was like, "Is that what you talk about on Facebook sometimes?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." after all these years I can't believe I've known you for this long and I've never made you watch <sighs> Empire Records like so good what day is it folks <laughs> that's right it's Rex it's Rex Manning Day oh Rexy you're so sexy <laughs> da, da, da. ew I can't I can't with that movie it's so good um Back yeah to that, Miss Miss <laughs> but that to me like like when I rewatched it and I was like mm. god that speaks such levels for the quality of screenplay in this and script writing and understanding right. what some women go through and just that constant like repression of a man is like crazy good and not just to mention like um the, the the he just sees her all the time like the way that I, I can't remember the actor's name he's a very good actor I've seen him in other films called Jack What Richard Rain- oh but you're talking about the boyfriend the boyfriend and, uh, yeah Jack Rayner yeah he was in a really great film if no one's seen it called What Richard Did it was like the early days of his career it's fantastic go check it out but like the the quality of his acting and the way he just looks so annoyed by her all the time and it's like done yeah. so well when he forgets her birthday <sighs> God. I mean I am terrible at birthdays. Uh, Katie, I apologise. Oh, <laughs> did you forget Katie's birthday? No, oh, no, I don't. I'm just really rubbish at yeah. kind of February. Oh, right? That was good. 18. You got it. 1989. She's I, listening. Know, she's I know like, what it is. Yeah, now. she's like, you got it, sweetie. Well yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Someone write it down. It's a slap. <laughs> For remembering, yeah, no, it just took me a long while. I just not very good at dates. That's mm. my um, my ADHD. Yeah, I just feel like he's just a douchebag though, and that's mm. why. And then she's trying to apologise to him for him forgetting her birthday. Essentially, but that's and a classic just... toxic toxic relationship oh, yeah. thing, isn't it? You yeah. know, and I've then... been that girl, and it's so. Deb- I can- do you know what? Yeah. I cannot watch that film at the moment because I have been that person apologising really? for another man's shortcomings. But then he, it, feel, it always feels like at the beginning of the film, he has no control either. Mm. He's expressed 
some kind of vague notion that she's not good enough for him to his friends. Yeah. And all his friends are conjoling him into... And part of him kind of loves her, but his affiliation and loyalty is to his friends and not to, to her. Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's Men. how teenagers think. Yeah. You know, the, la- the largest possible group is, you know, what I should... Uh, subscribe to and have loyalty mm. to but no and then they come out of that when they're in their 30s going yeah I should yeah. have tra- treated her better don't you think yeah yeah, yeah, yeah maybe I shouldn't have cared so much about trying to live my 20s in that way but yeah. you get men who go into their 30s and then they try and regress and they want to be 21 again and they become all about the bros and I'm like yeah okay calm down like do you know what I mean I feel, I feel attack oh is that you no, you no. wouldn't abandon your entire life and stuff no. like that no destroy no, no, it no, I, I, oh no. I know men who like walk out on their families because they want to go get boozy and stuff and I'm like okay you need to chill out you're not 21 I, mean, I do want to do that uh, no, I, no I think I've just not had that where I've sat down mm. and subscribed and ha- had to wear a shirt and tie and what have yeah, you yeah yeah uh in order to rebel against it later in life. I've always just yeah, worn black t-shirts had, and black jeans. Yeah. And, you know, so yeah. it's, uh, yeah. But it's still, I still want to go out dancing till four o'clock in the morning. However, my body, 10 o'clock max. <laughs> Get in bed with a Horlix. It's 10 p.m. Mm. But like, I think it's still fine to be in your 30s and want to party because I love partying, but I'm not going to like, have a midlife crisis is what I'm saying and then completely destroy my life to, yeah. or in order to party I'm going to party and still have my life you know what I mean <laughs> like I'm going to do both and I, I think like you know you can manage doing both but there is that and you do see it there is that toxic masculinity of like the group of men who are like yeah whatever let's go boozy let's go do this and he's, yeah. he subscribes to that very much oh, so very much so he's just very, very easily led and the guilt it, when the drugs in the first bit where oh my God, yeah. they want to do drugs and she's all like oh I can't who gets off a plane yeah going to like you know you're going on holiday and the minute you get somewhere they're like let's do drugs like you'd be like hey i haven't even unpacked and taken a piss yet and they were like drugs 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 and it was like i get why she kind of didn't want to do drugs yeah. right then and there but they're all like yeah you've not been to burning man that's no exciting. i can imagine like, like well oh, they were they sorry. they almost went to burning man essentially yeah so um yeah yeah no it is um i like it because they've flown a from the states they're absolutely mm. shattered they can, yeah. and they're being told and directed what to do and that's the yeah. start of the the indoctrination what i also find really interesting about the opening of the film is like all mm. the time when she's back in the states and like her family mm. are, oh my god the scene with the sister and the hose and it's taped to her mouth wasn't that like jarring um yeah that was a jarring Very. shot yeah. The, I wasn't sure what was going on uh, going on at first. The first time I watched it. She's huffing on the Yeah, on the no, poison. I thought it was like, oh, I don't know, you know, because it you, takes know, a you minute. can get high off a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh. <laughs> also, I found it really weird that she taped it to her mouth. Like she thought like she was going to try and rip it off because like mm. you couldn't like, she'd poisoned the parents just in their bedroom. She could have poisoned herself quite efficiently. Maybe she yeah. just wanted to go really quickly. I mean, I don't um, know. Like all you have to do is turn on the gas yeah. in the oven and in 10 minutes the entire house will be yeah. filled with gas and you'll um, uh, 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 you'll be dead yeah. Do so, yeah don't get me wrong like it, it makes for a great effect seeing that but I did wonder why she taped a hose to her mouth 
Well, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the because when they uh, put an oxygen line in, when you're unconscious and unable to, mm. then they do tape it wow. to uh, to you. Hello, Val. Yeah, sorry, Val is interjecting. She, she is interjecting. Has, yeah, something. Yeah, I, I mean, there was such a jarring shot, but like, yeah, all of that time, the weather is snow, it's bleak, it's dark. As soon as they get to the festival, sun, spring, rejuvenation, life. Oh. Love the contrast. Yeah. I, and that's what, like, the northern countries are like, uh, very much like. Yeah. Um, like even in the middle of winter, when it is snowing, uh, after it finishes snowing, generally it's sunny. Mm. and absolutely fantastic and i i really found that refreshing that um they chose to do it in that particular palette there was mm. like so much daylight there was nothing to hide because that's um you know uh, your flat-headed screwdriver in the horror director's mm. um a toolbox is the Dark. darkness yeah. hides everything everything could be yeah but so i i really really loved the fact the color yeah it screamed color yeah it was I, brilliant um yeah sorry i i should uh i, I lived in sweden for a short uh short time mm. and it's very much like that like um may day that's a european tradition the may day we do yeah. may day and uh and they do do that but their maypoles are like permanent fixtures really? in every town. It's oh, okay. uh, really quite pretty. And you see all the girls just walking around, walking around, not in exactly. Sewed in bear costumes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? I want to be in that. I want to be in that. The, yeah, I loved the, um, yeah, I mean, the premise of the film, I, th- I think most people have actually seen this movie, so we don't really need to explain it. But yeah. obviously they, they go, they, they go to this and they're, they're basically subtly put into a cult. Um, and uh, they they basically are picking people off one by one and all, and all this other action and and uh, obviously the the female of the species the young girl who's lost her family and is suffering from grief and has an awful boyfriend who literally just doesn't care about her she's the one who's going to become the new queen essentially yes to well, summarize it yeah and that's what I was going to mention that about how even like Arias uh, said that it's a uh, it's very much a uh, contemporary fairy fairy tale because uh, it uses the same Todorov narrative themes Mm. family loss journey beats a villain generally a man yeah (laughs) and um, oh girl and then ultimately becomes queen it's a it's a horror movie with a happy ending yeah like and I like that I, I do like it but um I love how she's the only kind of semi-logical one there. And again, she's also the only one... I, I, you know, I don't know if all A24 films are designed to bash men, but we're going to go for it. Because it's like, after the old people sacrifice themselves, because there's a scene, uh, all your listeners, where these, if you haven't seen it, there's two elderly people, they get too old and they jump off a cliff and that's essentially, you know, they kind of knock you off when you're too old there. Think Logan's Run, but a bit yeah. later in life. Uh, Logan's Run, amazing film, live for it. Made my made my friend Matt watch it. Yeah, yeah it was iconic. Logan's Run is one of the finest 1970s uh, sci-fi movies. I love it. Um, yeah. yeah. Carousel. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to put you down, Val, because you'll I, be a terror. I just want to be in Carousel so right. much. Um, <laughs> I just want to die with the crystal in my hand. Uh, but yeah, like, um, 
she's the only one who's kind of like, yeah, maybe they shouldn't have done that. Maybe they, why are these people throwing us off the cliff? Oh, maybe we shouldn't be taking drugs. Oh, why is it so weird that these people keep going missing? She's the only logical person. And all the men are like, so a couple of the men, they're writing like a thesis, aren't they? And it's all mm. they all they care about. One of them only cares about drugs. Two of them only care about the thesis. The mm. other one's like girl crazy. And it's like, she's the only person who has a, a modicum of logic who's kind of just like, uh, yeah, this is kind of weird, guys. And it also, again, it goes to show, are men just really self-involved? Are they not paying attention to anything external from their own pleasure? Exactly that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I and, feel like that and, is it, yeah. Um, yeah, I always felt like the um, patriarchy, because there, there are so many A24 films where the, like, the... Uh, toxic masculinity. Yeah, men suck. Yeah. Yeah, men, that men should suck. be their like sub headline to their like production company. A twenty four. Men suck. Quite, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, some of us are alright. Yeah, some I are mean, okay. Your experience may vary, but <laughs> results may vary. <laughs> you have think... to. You have to shop around for your man. Mm. Go on Martin Lewis's uh, yeah. website and see if your man measures up to. Uh, I feel you know. like a lifetime of sex work, though. I'm pretty aware of how bad it can get. So do you know what I mean? Like, to me, I'm like... But then I think to myself, I'm quite glad that I've done, like, a long career in the adult industry because I now just am, mm. like, not surprised by how dreadful any of them are. And I just am, like, to be expected. Like, you know, I don't yeah, I don't yeah, really... Yeah. It does, when people, when, like, gal pals tell me about their man problems, I'm like, you think this is a problem? Like, this is nothing. <laughs> like, calm down. Right. Like, this can get so bad. Like, I was, yeah, I mean, I was saying similar, similar thing to it. Uh, a friend, a friend the other day, that um, <clears throat> she was, like, kind of finds herself seeking validation from the men that she dates. Ugh. And then um, uh, I was like, why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you do that? Because the men that you're dating just feel like, oh, men generally feel like they have something to prove. That is a very big generalization. I don't, you know, yeah. it's like, um, you know, me, man, make fire. Mm. Um, um, but uh, you know, why are you searching that out from men that you date? I, and I feel like it's like a similar parallel with. <laughs> Are we calling a flow poo now? I don't know what it what the moniker is now. <laughs> flow poo. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and Florence uh, Pugh's character, she's so dazed and confused by all of the opinions she's getting around her, the, the yeah. cops or the you know her uh, her partner and her partner's friends because they all there with their razor. Well raise a blunt opinion on how she yeah. should be and how she should um, uh, make changes so she could be happier. Yeah. And um, none of which are good advice on any level. No, no. So. And that's why I think she's so enamored by the women in the cult. Like, do you know what I mean? Because they're, they're so caring. When she yeah. sees her boyfriend cheating on oh God, as well. When she sees him having sex with that woman and that, you know... Give this woman an Oscar, 10 out of 10. The way she like throws up and is laying on the floor and is screaming that crying. I don't know if like, I think we've all had a point where we've gone through like, 
again, I think it can only be weighed out in like heartbreak or tragedy or someone who you really care about really dislike, disturb, like um, betraying you is that screaming pain and crying. Cause there's like a difference between different griefs, you know, the loss of a friend, the loss of a family, losing money or whatever. But when you have that betrayal cry and she nailed it in that scene. Oh yeah, it's and I was like yeah yeah, and I was like I've been betrayed by men where was my group of women who laid around and screamed with me on the floor no no they I feel like they should yeah (laughs) I feel like we should (laughs) uh, normal women normal women uh, normal women have large groups of friends and they will gather around and go it's alright he was a douche le douche and uh, yeah he was a douche and you know to try and um, uh, make you feel better but they, that would happen after a breakup, and that's yeah. uh, that's the parallel. Yeah. But it's done in that very weird Primal cult way. Uh, no, it is true. Way, yeah. Women do rally around. Like I mean, I mainly my friends are men. I will admit that. I, but I do have women. Like I do have female friends. Obviously, being yeah. in the adult industry, you work with a lot of women. And that was the one thing I used to always talk about with the strip clubs. Is it was this cult of women in a strange way. Like we were like very united against men and very into getting money. And it was like. But if, if one of us came in in yeah. the evening, before we started shift, you'd have about half an hour to get ready to go on stage. Yeah. And you would know, you would know if this woman was ever so slightly something was wrong. Like yeah. You would just tell by the way she walked into the changing room. Mm. And we all knew. And we would then all like pick up on it, talk about it, gather around, be with that woman for like the time frame, and then support her all evening. Like it was crazy how women just pick up on this stuff. Like women just know other women's emotional onsets. Especially in, the, in that kind of environment yeah. because you're, literally bearing everything and it's yeah, like yeah. you you know because the intensity of being on stage or whatever as well yeah. you know uh, I really enjoyed that. I, that's mm. the thing I miss about the strip clubs, like doing mm. the work that we do now outside the strip clubs is one thing, but I do miss that like female, mm. like camaraderie. Uh, com- I can't say it. Com- camaraderie. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Yeah. And where we would all just like rally around. And if any of us mm. got assaulted, it was just like the women would just like come out of the woodwork and be all together and just like, Did get you out. Not have like Ivan, the six, seven foot tall yeah, Ukrainian we, yeah. come out of the shadows. Yeah. We did. But like, obviously <laughs> then all the women would be like, get out. Like right. it was, like it was it was very much culty in that way but women are like that and i think again midsummer really really sums that up but like in general you know i think we've all wished that that you know someone who betrays us gets sewn into a bear suit you know i think we all want that to happen and i find that that is the excellent parallel between the wicker man and that movie because everyone is going to draw upon that oh yeah no it's not it's not even hidden that is exactly, um, yeah, exactly the parallel. Except you don't have a um, a directing mind per se behind yeah. it. It's the it's that Swedish liberal commune, yeah, uh, kind of thing. But um, I don't know if you've seen one of um, Lucas Mudison's uh, films, Till Simon, uh, no. which means together. But uh, I could just give you a quick pacey. It's basically a group of like. Uh, 1970s vegans and political activists and dropouts from the Biden-Meinhof gang and they yeah. all kind of have a, a commune in Sweden. But it's all very, very lovely and mm. wholesome. But it's... <laughs> Love heart hands. Yeah. 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 Which is like very much like Swedish liberal idyll. Yeah. That, um, uh, that Ariasta was borrowing heavily from because uh, one thing about going back to the wicker man mm. is that 
I still feel that that doesn't seem probable in the UK, regardless yeah. of whether it was um, 60 years ago or whatever. Mm. Whereas I can definitely see there being uh, a cult like that in Uppsala yeah. in yeah. Sweden. Yeah. And, Why yeah. has no one set a cult film <laughs> in Sweden in, inside of an Ikea yet? I mean, come on. Like... <laughs> In Sweden, other better furniture department stores exist. I hate Ikea. Do you know what? I was slagging off Ikea, like in therapy. And then I realized my therapist chairs we were sitting her in were from Ikea. And I was like, she's going to think I was shading her. Also, why was I talking about Ikea and therapy? Like, you know what I mean? It was like such a waste of my money. There was a point to it. And then I said something like, and their furniture in their house is from Ikea. It's Mm. disgusting. Like, I I think I was slagging someone off. But like, that's what I do. I go to therapy and I slag off people's um, Ikea furniture choices. But talking of everyone hating men, <laughs> we're going to move on to the most, I think it is the most recent A24 film or it's the most big, re- most recent big release, which is... Uh, wait, it's actually um, 18 months old. Now, I don't know whether the release dates, because sometimes they do weird release dates, like it's released in the States and Australia and then yeah, not here. Yeah, I think like it came out later. here about a year ago. Yeah. Oh, this so. A24's film, and it's just come on Amazon Prime, so if anyone's got that, do go check it out. I, I was going to see it in the cinema, but the person I was going to go with was being a simp and not wanting to do it, so I was like, gay. So I just watched <laughs> it on Prime not that long ago, mm. uh, and it's men. Um, again, A24, men suck. Crush your... <laughs> Like, literally, someone needs to print that on a business card. A24, men suck. Also, I feel that as well, like, I was talking about, I had a podcast where we talked about the Silent Hill films, if you remember them. And uh, terrible. And it was literally like, Silent Hill, don't trust men. And it was like, they also suck. You know, a man's probably going to kill you. Men is... um, I rewatched it recently after mm. we spoke about this in the, the night of gingers of getting beer thrown on us right, and, yeah. and everything being... And I met your lovely friend who I messaged and she's lovely. And I, oh, Gemma. Gemma. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, she's beautiful. Hello, she's a, Gem. Hello, Gem. I, ho- I hope your grandma was... Uh, well, she, but I was supposed to um, go for a drink with her um, last week, but her mm. grandma was... Yeah, so. Oh, okay. Not that you need to know that, but that's fine. But I'm wishing you well, Jem. Should you Jem, be listening? let's go out party soon because you were yeah. lovely. Yes. So even though, it, let's, yeah, I need to message her again, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was she was a sweetheart. And uh, but um, oh. this movie, I I cannot like explain. I don't want to get to the spoiler at the end. Well, there's there's no spoiler because no. obviously everyone's seen it. But the but- ending of this film is so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and I rewatched it after that night out. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it because we need to watch it. And I've only seen men once. Yeah. I hate, I hate with a passion the end of this film. Do you? <laughs> so gross. I mean, Ugh. all of the, yeah, it's. It's gross. It's so gross. I, I feel it's Alex, uh, Alex's most obvious film. Yeah. A lot of the time he yeah, yeah, yeah. hides all his themes yeah. behind things. But I liked the conceit with Roy Kinnear mm. as the embodiment of masculinity, yeah, uh, the patriarchy, yeah. uh, everything, and um, yeah, not a, not to spoil too much, but he, like, I grew up with watching his dad. Okay, who's his dad? Uh, one moment, it's called. It's very simple. It's like Rory Kinnear. 
Oh, okay. They're one of those families. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's something very similar. I'll, I'll, I'll go get or it. Or a senior, junior, guard. Yeah. And... Is there a lot of people in Canada who do senior and junior? Is that a thing? Or is that oh, very no, much no, an American thing? Yeah. Very America. My son is my legacy. I'm going to give him my name. <laughs> the thing is with this movie, and I don't know if you hmm. picked up on this, and I'd be interested to see what you think as well, is I found all the men in it kind of pathetic, and they seemed very lost and useless. Oh, yeah. No, no absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, and they the one that, that made me... Because I picked up quite quickly on him being the same man throughout. Yeah. But obviously then, when I was watching The Priest, I was like, oh, he looks really... Sick. He must be the same guy, yeah. And then it wasn't until the little boy takes the mask off and he's got the face of like a 50-year-old man. And I was like, ill, yeah. Just ill with this movie. Uh, yeah, it's... It, They're it's all useless. very disturbing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Valkyrie! Oh, she's she's determined to get that Lucas. She's my neighbor gives her like soda and coffee. And now she's like obsessed with it. Like she'll pour a little bit on the floor, not like giving her a whole like can of Coke or anything like that. And she's like low key obsessed with it. And I'm like, you got to stop with your drug addiction, girl. Like you got to (laughs) calm down. I need to take you to rehab. Yeah, I just feel like the film, like you said, it was very obvious. I got it from the get go. I was like, okay, this is going to be about her guilt. Yeah. Like this is going to be about her guilt. This is going to be about her grief. Like like I knew it way before like I picked up on like Midsummer, Midsummer uh, and stuff <laughs> like that. Like I was like, okay, so this is exactly what's happening. She cannot comprehend. Also, oh my god, the boyfriend who's like if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Whoa. Yeah. Right? Well, stress. A lot of men do that. Okay, hit me up, T. That's drama. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Oh, wait, no. Oh, my God. I've had three boyfriends do that to me. <laughs> I just... <laughs> memory <laughs> memory unlocked. Core memory unlocked. I completely forgot how many boyfriends <laughs> I've had do it's that. Great. Did yeah. you get the um, Xbox 360 yeah, I just achievement? Had the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just rebooted. I got, like, the Windows 95 opening screen noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, I've had that. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop it, man. Why are you But I've never had one of them literally Oh no, one of them nearly did. One of them tried to throw himself off a cliff. Oh my god. The yeah. pussy's just that good, guys. Um, yes. <laughs> Look, okay. Val What's happening with Val? Val is coming up. Oh it's got it's all going on. Steve is so confused right now. I know. Val wanted to come up and sit on my lap. Yeah. And now she just wants to kiss me. She's a nightmare today, isn't yeah. she? What's oh, going she's trying on? to get comfy. It's like, okay. Do you want to get comfy? You comfy? I How know. much do you miss your dog right now oh, that, you, so that you're tolerating Val's crap? Like, oh. she's such a nightmare. No dog gives any crap. They she, are all beautiful individuals. She, yeah, she is stunning. Like, everyone's mm. always like, your dog is so cute. But um, compared so, to Diego, who I think low-key was on Valium all the time, like, he yeah. was so relaxed. Like, Val is, like, Val is on, like, crystal meth. Like, she's so into everything. She's so excited. Val's just a, Val's just a bit neurodivergent. I've just got oh, so much <laughs> love to give. Like, that's how Val is with everyone. We call him when she she's a cuggy mm. slut. She yeah, loves a hug. More, she's a yeah. slut for it. But, um, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, in answer to your question. So, I have a uh, train walker coonhound called Dolly after mm. Dolly Parton. She's uh, 90, <gasps> pounds, 90 pounds of eyeliner. Uh, but she's a, Sick. She's a, 
she's a hound dog, so um, she likes the sound of her own voice. Nice. Yeah, yeah Val's the same. Yeah. Do you have you never have you never driven down or well, you'd fly down probably because mm. America and Canada yeah. are huge. Have you never gone to Dollywood? Uh, no, but it's on the it's on the cards. Um, yeah, that's my, my dream. Visa issues. I, I I'm waiting for my uh, Canadian passport because mm. then uh, then. Uh, it'll be a lot easier to get in and out of yeah, the yeah, States. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh my God, Dollywood's my dream. Yeah. Like, I would love to. I love Dolly Parton. Like, she is me. It's It costs a lot of money to look this cheap is literally my life motto. <laughs> like, honestly, with the spray tans and the face and right. the hair and the nails and the bleaching, I get I get Dolly Parton. Yeah. Like, I love Dolly Parton. But I'm, like, so tacky. Like, I want to go to Graceland. I want to oh. go to Dollywood. I live for all of that. I have so many great Dolly films from the 70s that you need to watch. Wow. Okay. My Dolly Parton Reco of all time is yeah. the best little whorehouse in Texas. Is that a movie she was in? That is a movie she was in. Uh, she was the star alongside uh, Burt Reynolds. Oh my it god, is, I love Burt Reynolds. Literally, yes. it's about it's a kind of music. Yeah, it's a musical, and Dolly Parton's the madame, uh, madame. Yeah, of, yeah, uh, yeah. of a whorehouse. In That's my future Texas. job. Oh my god, I need to open a whorehouse in Texas. Which explains a lot about my. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Dolly Parton. Like, there's certain people. Like, we're so off topic, but who cares? Like, yeah. I just feel like Dolly Parton is like. There's certain women in the world. I I feel like I'm one of those women that if I was famous, I would be like a gay icon because I like relate so much to the gay icon women. Cher, Queen, um, Dolly Parton, Queen, Trisha Paytas off YouTube, Queen. <laughs> Tell me you don't love Trisha no, Paytas. See, I, I Queen. You and just go. Uh, Jo- Joanna, Angel, and Lady Gaga. Is that what is that? that, that that's when I look at you. That's kind is of, that who that's you kind see? of a picture in my head. Yeah, but then Lady Gaga is a gay icon as well. Oh yeah, she? No, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I would be one of those like bleach blonde, fake tanned gay icons of yeah. the fame world. But I relate to those women. So Dolly Parton, but Dolly Parton's almost the OG of the gay icons, isn't she? Yeah, she's releasing a, a, she opened her own a heavy metal album what? Uh, for Christmas. This year, it's called Rock. Dolly Rocks. It's like... I am dying with how much I love... Do you remember when she she would like give money and like school books to people and she just like gives her money away? She's so good. Like, oh my God, Joan Rivers. I forgot about Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers is an icon. Holy hell. She's She's dead. Yeah, Yeah. I just feel like I just want to be like a gay queen. Well, there's still time. There's still time. Yeah, like straight men are out. I'm only into gay men. Like, like Connor hates the amount of like gay YouTube content I watch. (laughs) He's just like, it's just Jeffrey Star, Shane Dawson, some other gays, or you're watching women who are like like fag hags. And I was like, I used to be a fag hag. But like for years. Yeah, you know you're going to screw up the algorithm for everybody else. In I the don't house. care. Enjoy it. Live for it. Like, oh my God. I am like so annoyed that I don't know enough gay people now. Like, I was like the biggest fag hag back in the day. You're going to the wrong places. So yeah, I, I feel know. like I am. Um, if you're ever in Margate, I get. Um, camp. The new one is open. I've not been there. Yeah, Camp. Uh, Margate Arts Club. So yes. It's a really, I've heard about that. really safe, safe place for uh, uh, gay, trans. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to label it, but I just like, it's a safe space. Mm. Uh, and uh, and uh, putting on amazing things. But yeah, check it out. On the God, I need to go there. But as I said, I don't know anyone who wants to go and do anything fun. Everyone's really boring and stuff like that. And it's a shame you live in I Canada mean, if you otherwise. Want to fly me back from the States. Yeah, I was going to say, right. we could be going to camp every weekend. I could be living right. my best queen life. Oh, and if you ever want to go, um, uh, John Waters mm. personally puts on a summer camp every oh, year. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And 
you know, 300 people turn up. Wow. Um, filth it up to the max. Yes. In a, in a log cabin, you know. Um, just the one. Ca- <laughs> Just the one log cabin. (laughs) But um, yeah, there needs to be more gay icons in A24 films, maybe. Like, I don't know. But yeah, men is like, oh, God, like, oh, I can't. Okay, anyway, so the guy kills himself. The the ex husband, you know, kills himself. I can't believe he went through with it. I was like, this is an open threat. But yeah, I think it's important. Yeah, no, I think it's important to know that uh, they have this basically uh, an altercation and he asks her to forgive him yeah and then so she's thinking about it and then she sees him falling out the the window the window do it and the premise is the rest of the film is about her about her guilt for not finishing that conversation with him because he died god imagine having that hanging over you and because he was just doing it for effect because I'm not going to spoil anything because it's right at the beginning of the movie. He's by saying that he he was standing on the edge of the, um, uh, just as a threat and yeah. accidentally did Fell. kill himself. Yeah. Uh, that um, uh, yeah, it's so she's living with all this, knowing that, and just like being completely mm. twisted up by all of the men in her life, and yeah. not having any clear. Um, <laughs> I done it. I saved so, the Lucasade this time. Okay, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Val was after Lucasade again, you little monster. I just, yeah. And oh God, right. Also, my my theory, Valkyrie, would you stop? My theory is, my, my thing I was thinking about with that movie is when I first started watching it, is how does she afford to rent that holiday cottage? So she goes to this like countryside, like wherever location in England, gross, disgusting England. Mm. And she rents this massive Airbnb kind of thing. And I was like, by yourself? How'd you get the money for Did that, not, girl? Right. <laughs> Just because you're we're poor, right? <laughs> not everyone else is a loser, right? <laughs> um, no, but it's very much like that. Like um, we have HGTV in, a, a, yeah. in Canada and states, and um, there's always like, yeah, when they do those real estate shows and they go out, and it's like, hello, my name's Tarquin. <laughs> I'm a part-time Tarquin. butterfly um, dresser, oh and my, my wife who um, cleans the insides of Etch-a-Sketches, <laughs> and our budget is $72 million. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. And I want to be five minutes from the coast, but be close enough to the city centre that I can walk to work. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, they're these, like, the realistic expectations of their house. I want right. a widow's walk, but I don't want the building to have a roof. You know, it's, like, stupid shit like that. It's so crazy. I want to be able to eject my fecal matter <laughs> and watch it traverse its way around the house. <laughs> and then plop out like a lotus blossom oh my god I watch it when I'm at work when I do my cleaning jobs like I put the TV mm. on like just cause yeah. I don't like to feel alone uh, don't let the thoughts in and <laughs> just like the cats and the dogs yeah. oh what what no no the dog can't watch Trisha today yeah no, no she's gonna something else yeah. don't let the sad voices in just have the TV on in the background and they always have that like place in the sun place in the country and I'm like this right? is such a boomer show now this show is almost in such bad taste it should be taken off TV like Jeremy <sighs> Kyle was like no one right? could afford a second holiday property stop showing me this show like <laughs> it's almost like rubbing it in our faces someone should axe those shows now it's not well, like, 2001 I, I like how UK because I I 
lived in Canada for a few years and I just come back <coughs> recently and I'm uh, watching daytime TV with yeah. my dad, who's elderly, so yeah. that's that's all he does. And um, I like the propaganda hour on the Beeb uh, between the like 10 and midday yeah, yeah, where yeah. you have Crime Watch Live. Oh, yes. Where it's just like people who steal biscuits. It's just Do it, slamming yeah. down the... Sp- Cribs. Oh, my uh, because God. They, you know, and it's like... Calm down. Yeah. This woman, she just stole some food because she's clearly Starving. poor. Starving. Right. Police interceptors. That one comes on when I'm in there at work as well. And they're like, he was driving 32 miles an hour. He's gone to prison for 50 years. And you're like, calm down. Like, the show. Just an FYI in the UK, you can drive 10% over the speed limit yep. when you're executing a manoeuvre. So, oh, if okay. you ever get stopped at 38 miles or get a ticket, you go, I was executing a takeover manoeuvre. <gasps> yes. While you recorded my me at that. There's just no other cars on the road. They're like, you're a liar. And you're like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Or the, the car in front of you is just like three miles. Yeah. Like, I'm just keeping up with traffic. I'm just keeping up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's also illegal in this country, everyone, unless you didn't know this, to actually drive under the speed limit because it's, it's cars. <laughs> well, no, it's more dangerous yeah. to drive slowly, especially on like motorways and stuff like that. Oh, hell Because yeah. you expect yeah. everybody to be do, doing at least 70. Or, yeah. Uh, and then you've got, well... Don't even get me started on the motorways in America because you'll slam it up to 100 kilometers an hour. Go on that and there'll be a guy doing 25 kilometers an hour on a 12-lane highway. Freak. (laughs) I went to Blue Water the other day and I was like, I can't drive fast enough, but maybe I just like Blue Water. Okay. (laughs) Uh, we went to Gucci. It was uh, it was it was it, it was, was magic. It was magical. I love Gucci. I touched um, some stuff. Yeah. Oh God, no! I bought Gucci. Oh, like, did you? Yeah. Was, you uh, just a really gorgeous like curb chain necklace with the Gucci like logos oh. in the curb chain, which was like a really stunning piece. It wasn't too much money. It was only like four hundred and fifty. So. Jeff. Stop. I know. But I love the <laughs> Gucci. It's the gays. They get me with their Gucci. Um. Like. Okay. So men to me is mm. like. It's the movie where the least happens, I feel. That sounds crazy, but I feel like it's true. Like, the least happens until that goddamn ending, essentially. Um, yeah, no, I think... Uh, <laughs> it is Alex, uh, Alex's just, just weakest script, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because he was directing it as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel it was like... Um, because he'd done so well with... The robot one, the robot Oh, oh. something Machina. Uh, uh, Ex Machina. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And um, uh, I guess A24 said, oh, you want to direct his, you know, uh, yeah. an amount of money. And it does feel like that, that it's, it needs a critical eye. Yeah. Where it, that it would have had if it had another director. Yeah. I, I think Alex is just... St- Stick with writing because he does that so well. Yeah. Even the Judge Dredd movie was God, I forgot about that. F- fire. Yeah, I wanted to do another F in front of that, but yeah, absolute yeah. fire because yeah. it's just he understood the uh, source material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think like, yeah, I think it's like it's not a slow-paced film. I just feel like nothing really happens. There's points where like when you first see the naked guy in the garden, so she she's yeah. she's in this country house and there's a naked man who follows her around. When you first kind of start to clock on that all the men have the same face. Yeah. Um 
And then it's just a lot of filler until like the final scenes of her being attacked. And it's not to say that it's a bad movie. It keeps you engaged to a degree and stuff like that. But in, in comparison to the other A24 films we were talking about, even, even The Witch, which is a very... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Very slow movie. Even that has more going on, I feel, in the middle part than this movie did. Mm. But the ending of this film, again, it was good, but it was very predictable. You know her ex-husband is going to play some role in this. You yeah. know there's going to be a manifestation of the guilt. But at the same time, I never expected that manifestation to come in the form of men giving birth to men who then look like that man who then literally gives birth again and literal literal close-ups of their anus hole with the men coming out of them i think that's a very good analogy for the uk class system (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like there's no way they're going to show like the full birth you know what i mean and then like there's literal zooming on yeah there was literal (laughs) zooming on the butthole births again and again and again and and wow and there's a there's a yeah, there's a man the man's hands get sliced in half oh, and he's got yeah, like two fingers hanging off either side and he's just got this gammy hand and it's so grim that really bugged me but like it's yeah ju- that was just so he could do the vulcan the, yeah the vulcan yeah, hand yeah. thing like yeah. oh god i've really been into like next generation recently i i went back quite recently and so uh, and watched them all yeah. um yeah to, so i could um watch the picard season oh yeah 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 yeah. um, i did a podcast because there's so many callbacks in that yeah uh, yeah i want to do that but yes so many great episodes but let's back to the film yeah back to i get well off topic when i think about data i love (laughs) him so much like i've never watched any other star trek but they read that that one i could see you visibly moistened when you mentioned his name he's just sexy (laughs) but there is an episode where he like hooks up with a woman i remember it like oh yeah yeah, but oh it was tashi r yeah 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 i was like it's it's so much of his time and wouldn't fly today. But it's like Tasha walks up to yeah. um, Data and goes, does it all work then? Yes. <laughs> God, Data's such yeah. a daddy. It, uh, yeah. And she spends the entire episode just trying to get Data off. I would I would have sex with Data. Like, low-key, I would have mm-hmm. sex with him. Um, yeah, I do feel like Men is probably the weakest of all the A24 films I've watched. Don't like. Ooh. I find that it was a very interesting idea. It's a really interesting storyline. Yeah. Um, watching that many butt births was really interesting as well. Um, but, um, yeah. but, you know, like, I just, as you said, it, it wasn't executed as well as it could have been done if they'd gone about this in a different way. Yeah. But, um, um, I've but watched it, enough Men it, Give Birth now. It does <laughs> suffer from the A24 kind of uh 
like there's slow burns and there's like I understand uh, a director's point of view you want the scene to breathe and give it yeah. space uh, before and uh, um, uh, before and after the cut mm. to so you've isolated it and the viewer's attention is 100% yeah. allowed time to absorb it and take it all in. Mm. Sometimes that's just used far too much. Yeah, I feel like I was really given a lot of like butt, butt birth absorbing time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like I, I watched too much of, of, of that so scene. Pucker that up. I don't want to... <laughs> I was like, here comes another one. And it was just like, ew. But yeah. I, oh. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm over uh, it. I've, trauma the easy read the easy internet scan read of that is that men are assholes oh do you know what i never thought of that myself no no a24 men suck <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah yeah um, but i just saw that i knew i the minute they started giving birth like literally mm. my brain went her husband's going to come out of this. Like, yeah. I just, like, it was... Yeah. And that's a shame because I don't think I've ever felt that in any of the A24s, like, where I've really kind of, like, clocked it that quick. And, yeah, where and, it's been really obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was just like... Aesthetically, though, I love this movie. Mm. This movie is proper... What's happening? Steve is servicing Val. She wants to leave. Look at him being a good... Dog step parent today. She's off. She's off to do something else. She's off. She's got to do tax returns or something right. equally unimportant. Uh, I've returned. She just shits in my house or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh. she's doing today. Is it? Uh, um. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> oh, do you want your Lucasade back now? Uh. Yes. I mean, oh my I'm god! A... You can have it now that Val's not here. Uh, yeah. Val the Treat no. yourself. Oh, god. Yeah, this was this was definitely my favorite. But I will say, aesthetically, I loved this film. I love the green. I love the red. I love the colors. I love the location. There was everything about it. I just thought it was very. Um, it seems to always be sad and raining, but not raining enough where it's like depressing. It's just like that, like you know, like <laughs> right. English weather was really summarized really well in this movie. <laughs> this scene is going to be really emotional. How can you tell? The rain head has been got out. Yeah. Right. Oh, and God. everybody's going to be soaked for three so or four sad. days. Yeah. Ooh. I will say, though, the, the jarringest scene is when she's in that um, tunnel and she's doing the echo and then the creepy nude guy just oh, yeah. appears. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and I'm throwing shapes. Like yeah, crazy he does, right, a, he does yeah. a audio listener. Steve's doing a really good impression of his like body <laughs> movements. like, And then the way he just runs after her and you're just like, ew, like it was just grim. But that's, the, the, that's you know, because that's a real life fear that women have. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're walking home from a yeah. pub or something on your own because your yeah. friends have buggered off or yeah. taken some guy home and and then some weird bloke pretends to be helping No, you. it's not... Yeah, Ted Bunny. Why is Are it you that... all right, love? Oh, Do you need a hand? God. Here, take my hand. Take my strong hand. Yeah, yeah like, why is it, as a woman, I've been taught to put my keys between my fingers to defend myself when I'm walking home alone and it's not been like... Some- 
go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and why have we just not taught men that it's not okay to get drunk and attack women or even be sober and attack women? I had a man attack me once. Yeah. Um, several times. Like, Jesus Christ, sex work. Um, and I took my high heel off. Like, I was wearing high heels. I was like, and I took my high heel and I just like smashed him loads of my high heel and oh. I left him. It was in Canterbury. It's the I'm, prostitute's weapon of choice, the high heel, isn't it? Right, ladies. Like, come on. You know, right? like as a good, as a good street walker that I am, <laughs> I do genuinely like, and people are always like, why do you carry, like I, I carry a legal knife yeah. in my bag at all times. And like so many people I know, I go like, why are you doing that? I'm like, you've clearly never been a sex worker. You've clearly <laughs> never been a sex worker. Like you have no idea like but, how bad it gets with men. <laughs> but even like uh, gay men have that fear as well because oh, of course, straight yeah. men are beautiful too. Yeah. Um, people who have alternate lifestyle outlets choices. And, yeah. yeah. Than, Transgender uh, men and, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to get it all the time when I was, mm. uh, when I was younger. Walking yeah. around Thanet, which isn't the most diverse, uh, open-minded place in the no, world. I, I mean, God. it's different now. Now that we had some... Now the Londoners have come down. Yeah, the Londoners just uh, made it all a bit more Cosmo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And expensive. Um, yeah, thanks yeah, for that. Thanks, London. Thanks, London, you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love London. Don't you? I don't. I'm, I feel neither way about London. I'm okay with it. Mm. I have to play a lot of gigs there at the moment, so I feel like I'm having to go. I have to go to Camden in a couple of weeks, and all I keep hearing from everyone is that you all love Camden. And I'm like, I'm, do you understand that when I play a show, I don't have time to enjoy Camden? No. I play the um, show and I go home. You would have loved Camden in the 90s. 10, year, 10 yeah. 20 years ago. Now it's just the bloody Tesco's. Oh yeah. Not... It's, it's so, um, cleansed oh, and, you know, I, yeah. I get it. We got a health and safety because of the fire and that yeah. was recently, but it's, it's kind of ripped the heart and soul out of it a little bit. Yeah. I remember seeing pictures of Camden in like the nineties and the early two thousand. It looked cool. And then compared to now, I'm just like, yeah, but the, again, I think people don't understand the premise of like going and playing shows. Like I'll go, mm. I'll sound check. I'll have to hang around and then I'll play. And then I leave. Like, I don't have time to be doing any of these things. It's yeah. like, um, Tumbridge World Forum uh, on the 6th oh. of November, everyone. I'll be playing there. Queen Horizon. Check us out. <laughs> no one cares about your band, um, Rachel. Shut up. <laughs> how much tickets? And uh, where where can one uh, purloin said tickets? You can go on our Instagram at queen.horizon and you can follow the link in our bio there and there's £7 a ticket. Oh, so that seems cheap. What a bargain. Oh, also, yeah. if you go to www.onlyfans.com slash Alexa screen, I've got a sale on at the moment of four ninety nine a subscription. <laughs> Hello, you've... Uh... <laughs> Uh, Come you're listening it. to the Alexis Green, Green Podcast. Show. Yeah, right. my God, I've had that. We're stage talking about name. film, ostensibly about porn. <laughs> to be honest, I create works of art. My movies should be in museums. I did a film where I had sex with an alien. Like, come on, like uh, should well, be in a museum. What kind of it was suckery alien? It was like a blow up alien, alien like uh, a standard alien. And oh, yeah. Like, oh, what? Um, uh, uh, alien. Yeah, Aliens. Like a, alien cubed <laughs> I just bought a huge blow up alien off Amazon and I and I put dildos on it and I did a whole <laughs> I did a whole series where he was my boyfriend and we like had baths together and like had sex and stuff so and my was, next question yeah, is going to be weird. why it was good that made money yeah yeah is it on your OnlyFans yeah www.onlyfans I can't, I can't do it again I can't I'm gonna kill myself I feel like a straight man now I was like uh, so uh, it was <laughs> 
So tell me about your tits. Like, yeah. yeah, I did a cream pie one where it was like clickbait, right? And it was oh. like, literally, I just got hit in the ass with a cream pie. Like, but the clickbait of the video was like my first cream pie. And I just had someone throw a pie at my ass. <laughs> like, literally. And then that that got so many clicks. And it was like, sure. whoa, like, that's crazy. Yeah. But right? yeah, it's... Oh. So yeah, yeah, that was, that that's was nuts. It was really gross, right? Because like everywhere got covered in cream. Yeah. And then like I like me and my friend cleaned it up like straight away and like literally then we went out and I came back and I was like, Why does my house still smell like cream? Like I cleaned <laughs> this up like so quickly. I'm so disappointed. Right. Um moving away from men though, I think we're gonna talk about not my least favourite, but the most what's happening? I can't read. Uh, oh, okay. You can you can go pee if you want. Is that right? <laughs> I like how you wrote do you it. Want, do you want me yeah. to take the mic in so you can? No, like I can I can pause. We're okay. gonna we're gonna Thank take you. an ad break, ad sense break. There we go. We're back after that little weird pause for a moment. We ha- we we had to take a, a second to relieve ourselves emotionally, physically, before we get onto what I think is the most. Can you not hear yourself? Yeah, my ears are off. What do you mean? Oh no, that's better. Oh yeah, the wire on on this, the the Behringer is is yeah is oh, trash. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine now. So it's yeah, annoying. Um, <coughs> we're gonna get onto what is the most bleakest one, I think. Think this movie is so bleak, and this was like, and I think this is the most known one and the most yeah, oh, seen yeah. one. And I think that, like, yeah. this is the one that everyone's just aware of. And there was, I, you know, I was doing some research into this the other day, actually, mm-hmm. just to have some notes and stuff. Yeah. And uh, there's loads of, like, little Easter eggs in it that I never noticed as well, which is interesting. And you may yeah. know about it because I feel like you're going to know more about hereditary. We're talking about hereditary. <laughs> yes. I feel like you're going to know more about hereditary than I do. But I didn't know that, mm. you know how it's like the movie is really dark. I didn't know that if you, like, lighten the screen, you can see, like, people from the cult standing in the background of yeah, scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I always, I always do that. Um, two things I always do with my TV is mm. switch off uh, motion blur and uh, bring up the brightness. Yeah, uh, uh, a lot because uh, yeah, TVs. Well, change now, but uh, TVs generally don't. Yeah. Uh, print uh, black very well, so. No. <sighs> but yeah, it's um, but it's uh. Oh yeah, sorry, you were saying. Weird people on the screen. <laughs> this movie is the one I've only watched once. I only want to watch it once. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm good. I've seen it. I'm done. Yeah. This movie is so <laughs> hard to watch. It is so depressing. And again, mm. do you know what? As a woman, and I don't know if you picked up on this, what Sucks. resonated with me mm. was just the mother, and I forget the actress's name. She's the lady from The Sixth um, Sense. Uh, Tony Collette. Yeah, her frustration with the men in this movie. The scene where they're at the dinner table and she just goes <laughs> off. It's just like, girl, yeah. I have wanted to do that so many times. It's unreal. But it, also there's a dissidence ooh. between her and her mother. Like, there's no love for this woman, basically. No, there's no one is, she can be with. Yeah, this is generational trauma. Yes. Absolutely. The fact that... It's a bit culty, and you have mm. like a, a demon to worship. Is, get in your body. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's by the by. It's and that's why you know, and all those people you, you can see in the, in the background or mm. um, are the previous generations just mm. watching all this supposed Happen, to happen, yeah. and yeah. it's the same 
happening now has happened to them previously. Yeah, yeah. And the men, and the men, are, as in, as in most A twenty four films, the men are pretty useless, clueless. Yeah, Absolutely just tottering clueless. around, being clueless. Um, my problem with this movie, and I mm. mean, I feel like my audio listeners, if you, like, you're like, you a regular to the show, and thank you so much for tolerating me for 18 episodes or however long I'm continuing to do this for. Um, I feel like, you know, you are very aware that I have a problem with watching... Re- God, I hate saying it out loud, but what? I'm going to say... I have a problem with watching really ugly people on screen. Oh, are you talking about Millie Shapiro, I'm who ta- is a beaut? I'm talking about everyone in this movie. Like, do you know what... Tony Collette's a babe! I don't know. Gabriel Byrne is a rugged... No, he's... I don't. He's see not it. the best looking man. No, and the son. I don't. The son oh, is Alex, so Alex hideous. Alex Walt plays the uh, plays the son. Yeah, so, yeah. I, this movie is just like a collection of ugly people. There's no one good looking to look at, and I get really stressed out no, by it. I, I think that's an obvious, <laughs> obvious choice, and that um, except for Tony Collette. Do you she's, think she's hot? I think she's got a particular look about her. She's got very big eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Striking. Yeah, handsome. Yeah. She's aged well, actually. Oh, very. Good. I will very, say that. Very well. You know, God, it was ninety six. I was in film school mm. when. Oh, the Sixth Sense. No, no, it wasn't that. Muriel's wedding. Muriel's wedding came out. Mm. I remember. And uh, yeah, I love it. And in my mind, she looks the same as she did then. Clearly, she doesn't. She's but... got skinnier. Yeah. Oh she, yeah. She's lost weight and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah. Are we uh, on TMZ? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tony so she, Collette's fat shaming. Yeah, we're just uh, fat shaming everyone. Yeah, I no. cannot. With this movie is just full of really ugly people, and I'm not going to be that person. Do you know what I mean? I, I, well, I am that person, but I'm not going to be like I won't watch the movie because of it. But I do sometimes go like, Why is there no one hot to look at? <laughs> and it stresses me out. Like me and my therapist You're are working on it. So oh I know God. it's bad. It's bad. Me and my therapist are working on it because I genuinely have a problem with it. Like I genuinely like yeah. struggle to deal with. But I, I mean, I have an eating disorder, so maybe that's why I'm not going to sit like everyone. Oh, yeah. My audio listeners know this. I have a problem with like really like struggling to look at fat people and like why I watch Trisha Paytas is beyond me. But she okay. owns being fat. She loves being fat, doesn't she? And, like mm. I yeah, I do struggle with it. And since then, when I watch Hereditary, I'm like, God, no one's going to be obsessed. Yeah, I. I can we not, not say the F word? No, we can't say well, yeah, yeah, fat. Yeah. You can say fat. No, I don't want to say fat. I don't How do you say... refer to it? Like, huh? Curvy. Curvy, chunky. Thick. Oh, thick. Uh, yeah, no, because... TV is for skinny and good-looking people. I want it to be the 90s again. I don't want there to be body positivity. Like, if you're in the real world and you want to eat and you want to gain weight, then I don't no, care. That's your but life. All people, all, you. people are, all people are beautiful. And it's just... It's just absolutely subjective yeah of course it is yeah some people like you know larger yeah. men larger ladies like people like that kind of thing like women like that viking look on men i can't stand it it's all subjective completely but i want my tv to just be <laughs> veneered teeth well tanned that's porn hub what you want oh my God, is porn hub right under thing. the <laughs> God, yeah. like i just literally like i think i'm but stuck not in- you need to switch off the amateur button yeah yeah you're just pro only premium right yeah. premium content i think i'm living in the tv of the 90s where everyone looked like that and there was like you know no dove commercial for soap <laughs> with like women of different colors and shapes and stuff like that and it was just like the worst time but for me i was like everyone's so good looking i love this do you know what i mean like i i really need to get over it but i love it right yeah, hereditary is there's a lot of ugly people but we we can't you know Despite that, they're all really amazing actors and everything. Oh yeah, they're absolutely. But um, I think that's 
a stylistic choice. Oh, uh, hell yeah, uh, because they're an average family. They're an average family. But no, I think it's the... In terms of, like, everybody's harbours some mm. um, ugliness or darkness within themselves yes. that you don't reveal to anybody. And that's the part of the conflict mm. uh, within, the, within the family, which leads me on to the doll-making... Yes, very, very stunning set. Whoever made those st- sets did yeah, really well. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So the mother obviously makes professional mm. um, uh, uh, dollhouses and stuff like that. But then the daughter Weird job also... Choice, okay. huh? Weird job choice to have. Imagine that being on your LinkedIn. Oh, no. Um, professional picture maker. Yeah, no, that's from another film. There's another... I can't remember what it is offhand. If I remember, I don't know. I'll... Mm. I'll drop it in later but there's another another film where um, somebody does that mm. I can't remember but anyway it's the parallel that the daughter starts making dolls with yeah. various body parts she finds strewn around the garden yeah. as you do and um, where you like compartmentalise all that stuff the anger the hate the, the fear or mm. whatever for the sake of the unit the family unit staying together Mm. because then you know because you crack open any part of that which happens yeah. in at the end of the second act yeah all all goes to poop do you know what i love about the, the first part of the film obviously i mean there's a lot of grief there's a lot of sadness there's mm. a lot of death and stuff I'm going to ask this because you might know, and, I, and I'm mm. going to say this in the most PC way, but I'm genuinely like, I feel like if you don't ask, you don't learn. Yeah. You know the actress who plays the daughter? Mm. Uh, is, there, is there something medically wrong with her for her face to look like that? I, I don't, don't mean to be horrible because I genuinely no. don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. I just quickly I'm dove into her IMDb mm. before I came over just to check if she'd done nothing else but she'd mm. done a couple of shorts and stuff and there's some fantastic shorts of her all made She's up and stuff actress, yeah, yeah very very good and yeah. I, I i hope she uh does more work but mm. um she's yeah there must be some but because she's not that hollywood archetype yeah she'll she'll have to she'll have a very limited roles that she can yeah. play unfortunately and the same with good. uh tracy turnblad yeah uh, what happened to tracy turnblad the remake of hairspray with john travolta mm. and christopher walken uh, you know what this needs more but cow. come on, Steve Buscemi has a whole career, so who can't give this young lady a career? She's also very good. Steve Buscemi's a weird-looking guy, you know. Yeah, but then he he's started his yeah he started his career with like a um, well his Hollywood career with uh, the biggest movie of the nineties. Which one? Which Re- is- Reservoir Dogs. Oh God, yeah! Holy heck, I haven't watched that movie since I was like thirteen. No, no. Oh, Laser disc, baby. Maybe I should that really watch Pulp it. Pulp Fiction made a small fortune at film school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the old um, release schedules because they used to release the Laser Disc mm. like a week after the cinema release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do, uh, and I with Vinny used to buy Laserdisc from the States mm. and it hadn't even Pulp Fiction hadn't even come out yeah. here and we were selling videotapes of it on the wow. on campus really <laughs> god do you remember buying pirate stuff like we're so old right now oh like... I was I was that guy with a with a messenger bag full of DVD <laughs> going down the pub 
Yeah. You wouldn't illegally rob a house. No, no, no. no these were all you were that blank DVDs that I'm selling to my compatriots Sick. in the public house. Yeah, like, I remember buying... I think I had, like, a few... I had, like, a pirated version of Freddy vs. Jason, which is not the movie to, <laughs> to watch. And I watched it, I was like, this is trash. Like, this is, like, literally the worst. It's not the worst Jason movie, because Jason X exists, but it was it was pretty up there. And I, I know I love Friday the 13th. Please stop giving Rob Zombie money oh. to make films. Yeah, you should not be doing that. And Me especially and if Cheryl Zombie is in any way involved just stop yeah stop me and my friend from arizona did um a podcast a few months back on the three halloween movies that recently came out and Mm. we're going to do one on where we just basically slag off rob zombie that's our plan because we can't take any of them i mean he had a couple of good ones early on in the wedding like house of a thousand corpses was okay oh yeah and carnival of them sorry my memory's a bit shot Mm. today because i'm not feeling well but um yeah they were really, really good. Really, really good. But and he then he started plays. to do the yeah. franchise movies. Yeah. It's boring as well. He has no other style. He's very one. He's a one-trick pony, and it's very, very boring. And it it's always like yeah. Hillbillies. It, yeah, they always feel like the same film school projects. Yeah, it is. Especially it is. the uh, monsters. Just never recently. watched it. Refused to watch it because I don't. love the monsters. Oh my I God. love it. I don't want to. It's it all myself. shot on like it's shot. With red cameras, I think it was. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they I... shot digitally. Mm. But yet, he makes it feel like it was shot on VHS in 1992. I don't understand yeah. how that... Anyway. To hell with that. Yeah, I won't watch it because I love the monster so much. Yeah, don't, I really don't want a it. woof woof doll. I really want one. They're amazing. And I've got it in the Yes. Right? That'd be so cute. <coughs> I'd make content with it probably on OnlyFans. <coughs> like knowing me. Like it would be a thing. I got right? a Chucky doll when I use that on OnlyFans and people are just like, yeah, that's that's it's crazy Ooh. what you can do. Yeah. Oh, I was walking through Toronto a couple of months ago mm. because they film uh, uh well they film a lot of stuff in yeah, Toronto. Yeah, kinda just cheaped yeah. my movies. Yeah. yeah. And um yeah, Jennifer Tilly was <gasps> No, Queen, Queen, she's she's another one she's a gay icon we forgot about. Oh my god. Oh, I love her. I love was it Bounds? But uh her breakout movie, wasn't it? Bound. Bound, yeah, the lesbian, mm. the lesbian one. She's <sighs> so good. I love Jennifer Tilly so much. I was watching Cult of Chucky when I was on holiday a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, oh, it's so, it's so good. good. I love that movie. So good. She's such an icon. But yeah, this movie is, um, that's what I was going to get to before we asked oh, about so, yeah. what the young girl's face um, issue is. Um, oh, I should, I should Google that Face one. issue while I discuss Imagine it. What an interestingly, you're on it today. We're dropping everything. It's, oh, no. it's great. Um... The beginning of that movie is really interesting how there's so many subtle, and again, it's another one of like the Easter eggs almost of Hereditary, yeah. is um, all the little symbols of the cult that are on everything. The symbol of the cult is on the, the lamppost that the girl's head gets knocked off on. They're like on the wall, like in people's homes. Mm. The mother's wearing the necklace of it. Mm. You know what I mean? And and the filmmakers do a really, really good job. And again, if you lighten the film, which I didn't do, mm. you know, but yourself yeah. did, um, the cult is, is omnipresent it's always there it's always on screen whether you want to realise it or not whether it's completely thrown in your face or mm. it's just the subtlety is it's, it makes it very aware that no matter where you go what you do you cannot outrun mm. A. the cult and B. your hereditary awful family well that's what, yeah, that's what I was saying about the um, uh, 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 um, generational trauma mm. is you've always got your ancestors or your mom hanging over your, your yeah. dad for it's whatever in you. it's your genes you yeah. know what I mean like bleh. but all that stuff that 
even if you had the nicest, most fairy tale childhood in the world, mm. you would find a way to make it the worst fucking childhood in the yes. universe. Sorry, I yes. keep I keep saying this. Sorry, I can edit. Yeah, okay, good. I can edit in post. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Soz, babe. I'll edit that in I post. I was brought up to, to think that middle class people swore a lot, which they do. So... I feel like, I don't know, I'm quite working class. I swear tons. Like I'm people, not. People... I don't pretend otherwise, but I'm... Are know. you middle class? Oh, yeah, totally. Really? Broad stairs, born and raised. The thing is, though, I was like that, though, because my family were, like, quite well off, weren't they? But I, mm. I was, like, where my family kind of, like, and Claire will contest for this, where we just got, like, kind of kicked out quite young, and then my, my mother was like, I've, I've done enough love, and I was like, cool, because I missed all of it. When was it? <laughs> <laughs> At 4.13 to 4.15 in the morning of... You had enough. And I was like, I wasn't even born then, mum. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, but like, so then I feel like I was kind of, I feel like I'm working class because although I came from like an upper middle class background, I wasn't raised with them. Uh, I left quite young as Declare. Mm. And I went into a very working class environment. Do you know what I mean? I mean, as I said, like sex work's very working class, you know? Oh, absolutely. Claire's absolutely. always been quite middle class. Yeah. She's done okay for she's done okay for herself. Um, she works for a dog charity. Yeah, in she's better Australia. than me. She's better than us. Um but yeah, Claire did okay. And I think like I was yeah, the work. Claire's class. lovely. Don't you are yeah, you are yeah. She's she's a bit brain hijacked at the moment because she just had a baby, but other than that, she's fine. All right. I miss old Claire. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> I miss my sister. Why did you have a baby? You don't talk about anything but your goddamn baby right now. No, that's not true. We talk about her. Well, she talks about her baby. I politely listen. And we talk about um, right. Lynn's myriad of health issues right now. So, Lynn's your mum, right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't call her that because I missed the five minutes of love I was apparently owed. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like. But yeah, no, I was. I, 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 I raised myself. I feel very working class. No, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, you can. You can identify as working class. Thanks, I do. I know you're really middle class still, but... Um, oh, you know. how am I even middle class? <laughs> like, sucking dick for cash? I am the poshest porn star yeah. in the world. I'm the poshest working class. <laughs> like, Rain, go back 20 minutes to the podcast. I was like, so I went to Gucci the other day? Oh my God, I'm All right. <laughs> So working class when I was shopping in Gucci, for God's sake. I mean, Someone that's where me. the poor people go to shop. Gucci. Especially now with, um, you know... It's a combination um, of Audi and Gucci. Energy prices being yeah. <laughs> being so reasonable. I they Everybody's definitely got spare cash for Gucci. It wasn't my money. It was men's money. Uh, see? That's, there we go. That's even better. Uh, would I ever... Like, honestly, though, would I ever spend my own money in Gucci? No. I've been, I've been spending men's money my whole life. Like, <laughs> I just know how to spend it better than they do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they'll buy things like cars oh, and God, yeah. watches yes. it's the thing with men and watches oh I don't know I've got loads of watches all bought for me yeah. by men which okay. is really funny <laughs> <laughs> I've got like 10,000 pairs of shoes for yes. a man that is you know I do I, I what is it that you referred to yourself as when we were out the other week and I was trying to remember it and it was like you're like a, a straight male who has gay tendencies like you, you oh like, uh, yeah gay present gay presenting straight male <laughs> Yeah, you, you refer yeah. to it as something, and I was like, that's literally me, but as a straight woman. I mean, by, yeah, I, well, I, I have five sisters, so, like... We're all a bit gay, and we're all a little bit country and rock and roll, so I mean, it's all going well. I'm quite glad now, I mean, I've missed the party <laughs> quite, by a long way, yeah. 
but it's quite nice now. Like when I went to the arts arts club, and there's all these young people, and they're all like just yeah. doing their thing, you know, no stress, uh, yeah. being in a safe space and being allowed to just express, express themselves yourself. naturally. Express yourself. <laughs> and you know, part of me had a pang of emotion. It was like I wish I do it. I wish I did when I was a kid. Yeah, but but think you know it, it it's good that where was my invite to the arts club how rude oh it's just a last minute thing like it was like a thursday night i was like oh look it came up on instagram and yeah, then i was I like see it. yeah I, as i said i really want to go to camp like they have like drag queen nights and i love drag queens i love the drag queens so much i love drag queens yeah i really want one like, do you <laughs> As a, think, as a pet. I, no, I mean to have sex with. But I think they're all like gay males. I don't know if there's any straight males who do drag shows. Yes, that is, that's definitely a thing. I think really it was like the iconic. last couple of seasons of Drag Race. They have like straight um, straight drag uh, queen on there. Oh my God, my I dream. Remember. I could have sex mm. with a man in drag. I mean, you can have sex with a gay man in drag. Why would a gay man want to have sex with me? I'm a lady. Well, it depends... I could put on a what you're forward costume. facing. Yeah. I think it would oh, be. I can turn around. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> I'm just a man with a ponytail and like a really small waist. I'm like a twin. Just don't shave your back. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I don't do it anyway. I like, I like to be natural. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, no. I really want to do a, a transvestite or a or a man in drag. Yeah, because okay. as a bi woman, I feel like I'm really like knocking both out the park. Then, hmm. like they no, they normally have their partners with them as some kind of like bouncer though that oh, I always find we'll so you'll have to like negotiate that particular hurdle before you can who knew it would be such a business <laughs> Jesus Christ I'm like, trying to arrange me right? suck dick for money <laughs> We have to go through all the procedures. Right. Um, I will be rich from that one day. I don't care. I'm sure you will be. Like, so much has been paid for by that in this house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not ashamed. Like, you know, like, give me the money. We shouldn't be. Just live your best life and F everybody else. Well, yeah, because you have to work a whole day to make like a hundred pounds at a minimum wage job and I can do it in 20 minutes. Like, I'm not going to care. No, right? Give me that money. You shouldn't. Give me that Gucci. That's why a lot of people work like, you know... (laughs) Like he worked in uh, worked in the film industry because you can make a lot of money mm. very quickly. Yeah, but it was a very intense like three month yes. block of your life. Did you ever work on films? Mm. Uh, not any, uh, not really any features. Yeah, um, yeah, just just like mainly TV, yeah, TV shows and um, yeah, shorts and um, stuff like that. Mm. And then it was just very hard work to keep really? up with the schmoozing when I was having massive mental health issues. Yeah, I can imagine schmoozing is hard. Do you have to do a lot of that? Yeah. Oh, wow. absolutely. I was talking to Networking. my friend um, uh, who's the uh, uh, daughter of the um, uh, lady who did the tunnel. Uh, the, yeah, because that was remake of the bridge, wasn't it? They did the tunnel tunnel yeah. here. Yeah. And uh, the, she did the costumes for costume design for the crown mm. as well oh i love that show it's <coughs> so nerdy of me but no, i do no, really no. love it and she was saying like you know she's in her 70s and still having to schmooze and God. you know which is hard work you can... do you know like i i know it sounds really stupid and mm. like i mean I'm, I'm very low level in regards to what i have to do but you have to network constantly in my yeah. life where like book collaborations try and get traffic to your website yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and then I think to myself, like, if you were kind of, like, in the middle of, like, 
you're like low level famous, like YouTube famous or whatever, you're up and coming out to, and the amount of schmoozing you must have to spend your time doing, even I'm exhausted by it and I'm doing it as a side hustle. Imagine <laughs> if it was your like full time gig having to work the algorithm essentially. Well, there must be an easy Nightmare. path because quite literally everybody on uh, any of these celebrity programs, mm. I know like the older Alan Titchmarsh, <laughs> none of the others. Who are these people? Yeah. What talent do they have? Yeah. None. They probably just schmoop. Went- yeah, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. Yeah, like literally. Like, I mean, you know, my band's next single is going to be played on X, Y, and Z different radio stations. Oh, do you have a band? P.horizon <laughs> at Instagram.com. Also check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and any other streaming platform for our new single, Fairy Tales. Thanks so much. Anyway, <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Where, when's the vinyl release? <laughs> oh my god, no, we were talking about that actually. Yeah. But so we had a meeting with a PR manager who's getting the new single in January out on like Kerrang and XFM yeah. and all these other radio nice. stations. Nice. And like we have been a band that have played a handful of shows. We have one EP out, mm. but it's only because we know the right people that we've been given this opportunity. How many musicians would like kill? kill for this opportunity we haven't done the pub circuit even and we're booking like Tubridge Wells the forum and all this other kind of stuff and it's like yeah. it's only because of schmoozing and that sounds terrible but isn't that but what um, oh god it's true my band worked very hard we're just lucky we're but that's lucky what Coldplay did they just played one show in Camden and mm. Steve Lamack was there yeah and yeah. that was it and Oasis did that. They did. They only did a maybe a year or so of like rubbish. Yeah, but they had, Alan, they had Alan McGee just go, go on, do it for Daddy. Go on, happy <laughs> and they played a show in Scotland by chance, and there was someone in the yeah, audience, yeah. a record exec. Yeah, mm. and again, it's the same thing. It's not what you know; it's who you know. And you know, my band. Or if you can get somebody just at least to see, go in you know, and see your email or whatever. And yeah, it's, it's or you getting... can pay enough money to a PR manager like we are. <laughs> oh my God! Like we are paying. Right. You essentially, are paying for it. But um. Any A and R men out there, like and subscribe, DM, slide into her DMs. Slide into my DMs because life is so stupid, and I want to just make content for a living because I think right. I'd be like really good at it. But maybe I might blow my brains out, kind of like how you got stressed doing TV. <laughs> um, yeah, downfall no. TV career. It wasn't work. Absolutely yeah. wasn't work. It was just yeah, all life. the having to go to parties, have having to. <laughs> Clean the back of the toilet system yes. with my nose. Oh my God. Is TV really like, is it really like that? Or is everyone like, like off their nose? Oh, is it like American there's Psycho? A, there's a very generational thing, which is yeah. like, yeah, the old school will be angry and belligerent mm. and like, uh, yeah. And then uh, the younger, younger crowd, <laughs> thankfully, yeah. are a bit more chill. Yeah comradely and uh, and uh, friendly and uh, mm. prepared to give you some help uh, uh, too many times I've been like really starkly demarked um, departments and it's yeah. just been a bloody nightmare um, yeah I feel mm. like that um, I mean all, all, all show business is the same and I'm, I'm feeling mm. I'm just waiting for my band to kind of send me into an office to suck someone's dick in order to get us a record label so you know, because I know I'm going to be the one to have to do it. Me too, me. Me yeah, too, me. Me too, me, please. Oh my God. I would do it if someone was like, do you want like a real, not like a crap one, like a really good record label, yeah. not a 360 deal. If someone was like, you want to suck this guy's dick for a really good record label, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. So you want to self-publish your EP? <laughs> <laughs> Come round to my, Come round to yeah, my I, I've got a, I've got a 
wood panelled office. Oh yes. Yes, so and this this, ru- this MFI chaise long. Ew, MFI, and it was like, like turn up and it's IKEA, and I'm like, I'm late too. I'm leaving. No, I would do it for a record label for yeah. a band. I'm willing to take one for the team. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to do that. How very magnanimous of you. I know, right? Oh my god, mm. I'm such a hero. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about hereditary. We were just like so. Rachel's such a hero. I would suck a dick for a record label. I don't care. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care at this point. Like, come on, let's make life a bit more interesting. That's <laughs> killing me. It, you know, it's work. People you... spending their life here, like watching football and going to like a Weatherspoons. Like, you should just kill yourself now. Like. <laughs> I'm just over it. I don't want to be one of those people. Anyway, hereditary, we could join a cult and get possessed. It's fine. I'm ready right. to. Yeah. I, I want to Bees. I want to worship Paymon. Yes, that's his name. That's yes. his name. This movie though, like God, it hurts me to watch it because it's just so there's not one like you can watch Midsommar and be all like oh look lovely colours oh look she's coming through at the end oh people are kind of feeling happier oh I'm glad they sewed her boyfriend into a bed right up until they start carrying bodies into the um don't worry about shed. that we sewed her boyfriend into a bear yay it's a good time we sewed her boyfriend into a bag and he resembles 100% a bag so there's a body in there don't yeah worry. Just suspend your disbelief. It's clearly you're just carrying a bag. Yeah. And then uh, suddenly there's a body. I see. I I was like 100% into that movie. Yeah. Until that that threw me back out again. So, uh, sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, there is, like even with men there's elements of like tranquility and beauty and stuff like that yeah. there is nothing nice about hereditary it is bleak from the minute you turn on that movie till the very end there's not a nice scene there's not any color there's nothing it's just you are about to be miserable for nearly two hours i've got this strap in i've got this photo of just like a sign uh, traffic sign oh. pole and Every now and again on Instagram, I send my friend Claire yeah. just that and go, dink. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Who, why did he take his sister to that party? It's so stupid. Like, God, the thing. But again, it's a man wanting what he wants and it didn't matter who suffered for it. He's like, I want to go to exactly. the party. You have to come. You have to suffer. And it just, you know, her... <laughs> Imagine being that son and then your mum going off at you at that dinner table like she did and stuff like that. And you were just like, oh, God, this is tense. And you know what really annoyed me about that mm. scene and why it's so perfectly written? Yeah. It's the fact that neither of those two men at that table say anything. No. No one tries to apologize. No one tries to. And they have no accountability for their actions. The, the husband's barely supporting her. Yeah. He's, he's kind of low level. He does the bare minimum. He like pats her on the back and he's like, you're right, love. It's literally like that. He's made Just, her a cup of tea. What a hero, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah. right or wrong, I think that's how men see themselves in a supportive role. Oh, He's being that stoic, no. um, just rock. And that uh, comes up yeah. time and time again. It's like, oh, yeah. you've got to be a rock. Well, rocks are just immovable and just stand Witness. there for... 
thousands of years. So. Yeah, it's like that scene in Midsommar when she's crying when her parents die and he's yeah. kind of hugging her but he's looking off into the distance and he's just not engaging with her. He's just like, oh, this is what I have to do. I'll just give her a hug. Mm. Um, like, you know, when I've had, um, you know, grief and huge deaths and yeah. stuff like that, there's there's been like maybe... And do you know what's really funny? And I, you're probably you're probably the same. It's probably why you have a lot of female friends. Is yeah. The people who supported me were all my male <coughs> friends who were raised exclusively by women. Yeah. And they got it. Any male friend or partner that I've had who's been raised in either predominantly by men or in a in a co-parenting household, rubbish, absolutely rubbish. Like oh, yeah. you should be fired out of a cannon for your emotional impotence at this point. But my friend Phil, raised by women, and it's like going to him. He's like perfect at it. Perfect. <laughs> it's like, but then yeah. Well, thank God you exist, Phil, because otherwise I would lose all faith. You know right? what I mean? Like, thank but you. But no, it's very much that thing that if you were a man that's been raised in a familial um, mm. group, yeah. you're somehow less of a man God, no. because you haven't had that father figure going, yeah. pen knife, cut, you know. And, Kill like, the bear. Yeah, uh, you know, do, do yeah, wood yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> do you know who's also like really, really emotionally intuitive is Jake. Oh, oh yeah. yeah well, Every podcast like, we mention Jake and I'm bringing him up now. Um, <sighs> Yeah, Jake is love also, you, Jake. Love you, Jake. Jake is also my homeboy. Like he's he's so good at like emotional stuff. Like he's really like in you know. Yeah. He yeah no he's brilliant. Like literally like. I know. think it was in the, like when I used we used to hang out years ago. It was mm. before he went to uni and and stuff. And I feel like mm. now oh he's God, kind you of Jake with hair. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> never seen it. Still sexy. Probably. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 never seen it. And um, yeah, so he's. Um, but I feel like he's really come into his own and uh, found his bit of a niche. Yeah, I feel like there was a time where he was quite lost and he didn't know who he was. But I feel like he's like he's his own person now and he's happy. He's like, yeah, I'm fat and I'm happy, like, and I'm, I'm living for uh-huh. it. So yeah, love but you, Jake. It, love you, Jake. But um, yeah, like I personally, I can't watch Hereditary. It was too hard for me. It was like it was really, really bleak. I do. I feel like out of all of them. It had the most intricate storyline. Yeah. It was very, very well, you know, put together. They really had layers. They had diversity. There was a lot of character development. Yeah. You know, this film, like, I can understand why this was the most famous one of all of the movies. Because it's like tick, 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 tick. You know, we've really done the research. We've really laid everything out. Well, I think it's, yeah, because apparently it was like this, like, 14th or 15th Mm full-length screenplay, but only made Midsummer, which is... In his chronology, mm. he is like the tenth or something, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, so you can really see the development uh, in his writing, because Midsummer's like obviously the strongest one at the time. Yeah. And then Hereditary comes out. It only made the same amount of money, really, on yeah. a similar budget. It was like ten mil, ten mil to like forty-five mm. mil or whatever return. So, uh, um, not great at box office. But that doesn't mean it's anything. It's not a date night movie, is it, really? Let's face facts. <laughs> Want to come watch well, I don't know what kind of chicks you're taking yeah. to this. Also, again, and, it, and I feel like this is his signature, you know, kind of like J.J. Um, Abraham and loves the sun flare. Um, I feel... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, so... I'm going to have to correct you because like, it's anamorphic lens flare. Thanks. Sorry. Someone's been to film school. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't me. Uh... It was me. It's just me being rubbish watching. No, I used to, I used to no I used to do that. <laughs> just in some of my short films, I've got mm. the anamorphic 
Lens Fair and doing the 16.9 Cinemascope Black Bars. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I'm already taking my very degraded Betamax (laughs) video signal and I'm going to make it even worse. Yes. Uh, but, but he he loves he loves one of those players I think. But in the same way, like you know, these movies love a jarring shot, and everyone and the memes that came from this in Hereditary was the shot of the girl's head decapitated head on the floor. Again, though, despite the memes, like the shot of the the daughter who's you know put hmm. the pipe in her face. Yeah, it's the same jarring effect, and it is fantastic, and it does do such a great purpose. But the amount of memes that came from that scene were insane. It's like you think you're having a bad day. It was just. just- shot of her head well the rest of the film doesn't have that classic um horror movie yeah pause shock yeah and that's the only time it happens and so when it does happen you're like slap straight in the face with it and it's absolutely it's it's stayed with me as in like you know every three months claire gets that yeah when you get that picture you know exactly what's coming but to me yeah like i mean i loved this movie it ticked every box it was like such a stunning film but i can't personally i can't watch it but i don't see that as a negative i see that it was so impactful and it was so good at delivering Mm. the tension the sadness the frustration of being a woman and having to deal with those men you know grief and loss and all those other kind of things as well as getting possessed by a demon and then passing it on to your son and then you know all the classic mm. things that happen. You know, parent then, parents screw you up, man. Yeah, it's just tough. That, that's your, that's your takeaway. <laughs> I just feel like it did. I think it. I think it's the sign of a good movie when you can't watch it again because it made such an impact. You no, know, you're absolutely right. I, I mean, some of, yeah, some of the strongest books uh, that I've read. Mm. Um, there's one that deals with grief. It's um, by. It's the title is uh, "Before I Say Goodbye" by okay. Ruth Pickety, okay. and basically it's a collection of her Observer or uh, Guardian um, columns mm. uh, chronicling her terminal cancer. Oh my god, that's bleak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> no. It, well, no, it is because she keeps it light. Yeah. And and obviously she's dealing with all the stuff about her kids and uh, mm. and her husband dealing with her, but she's she's keeping it light. Jersey. She's focusing on ER because at the time it was yeah. George Clooney and oh the TV show yeah 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 yes. yeah, yeah. Oh God, you know and there was that big love that. story yeah, George, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so she's focusing but. Um, she was going to pass away mm. um, like a couple of weeks before the finale of no. that season. So Channel 4 got the tapes wow. and sent it, sent them to her so she could... Oh. I saw it, it's so beautiful. But I've only read it once in 1998. And that's enough. But it's yeah. like as if I read it yesterday, just fully realized in my yeah. brain because it's so impactful yeah and that's the same for me with hereditary that, that as i said my the scene that got me was the arguing around the dinner table and her absolute frustration and rage and anger and, and she just wants to kill all the men in her life like i feel that that resonates <laughs> with me and i can i can still see that scene i can still feel that like mm. frustration i can you know and her performance is fantastic 
yeah. her performance throughout this whole movie. She's a very, like, I feel like she's becoming a much more established actress, but I feel like for a while she went quite underrated. Well, she's good. apparently, but when I was doing research, just Google research, I haven't, like, mm-hmm. bought any. Uh, but, um, yeah, she was saying that uh, she'd said to her agent, no more dark films. I just just want to yeah, do light and fluffy rom-coms. Yeah, yeah. And then this came up and the script yeah. was so amazing. She was like, well, I can't not do it. And so, God, like, imagine being an actress or an actor and yeah, having to play those roles. There must be points where you, you go a bit mad crying like that all day and, and encompassing that. Yeah, and I, yeah, I feel like Hef, Heath Ledger is the post... <laughs> The yeah. poster to any kind of like yeah that went well trauma. Yeah, that didn't go well from near the end. But mm. I, I, I must be really hard to do. Like, I mean, Shelley Duvall, didn't she? She said that she, she literally had a nervous breakdown during The Shining because all she did mm. was run around and scream. And mm. Alfred Hitchcock was not nice. Um, Stanley Kubrick wasn't nice to her. So yeah, Stanley Kubrick hard. and Jack Nicholson, um, teamed up to make her life an absolute misery because did they do that purpose? yeah, they did. To get a better response out of her, to get yeah. a good performance. Yes, yeah. to, to make her more insular and mousy. Um, yeah, people I mean, that. nowadays you'd ask her to be more yeah, mousy in this world yeah. rather than, yeah, um, yeah. being tyrannical. <laughs> she got like sick on set, didn't she? She yeah. was like collapsing. Oh, yeah, she did, yeah, complete, um, um, almost complete mental breakdown because they were just being um, douchebags. Douchebags, that's the word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. Oh God, I remember watching the making of that and seeing her just laying on the floor and she's so pale and she's so thin and then she's like literally like, mm. yeah, just being destroyed by these men, like just like gradually gaslighting her and verbally abusing her. And I'm like, oh my God, is this going to happen to me? And then it does. And then you're just like, <laughs> you're like oh my God, you feel so bad for her. But like... um yeah, it must be really hard to play those kind of roles. And I think, just, I mean, you know, despite my weird thing about where I want to look at glamorous Hollywood people, that doesn't exist anymore. Hereditary, <laughs> actor-wise, is stunning. This movie is very impactful. But, I mean, I can watch Midsommar. Yeah. If I'm in the right headspace, I can watch Midsommar again and again and again. I could probably watch Men again and then just I mean, skip the ending. <laughs> skip I, the butt buffs. I, I did mention it to a friend the other day and he went, John Nettles? <laughs> No, but <laughs> there's a lot of men coming out of butts, <laughs> and it's just the weirdness of the penis just resting at the top of the screen as it zooms in on the butt. And you're I just feel going, like oh. you, I feel like yeah, you noticed that more than I did. I think I may have been glancing off in another. Yeah, I feel like I should have glanced <laughs> off. And then when they were born with the gammy hand as well, I was right. like, I just can't cope with this anymore. Mm. I don't want to. But like, I would watch that one again. With my strong Ew. hand. I would watch Midsommar again, but I can't watch Hereditary and I can't do it. No. Um, do yeah, it. Give, it a, give it a couple of years. It's it's such an amazing capsule of a almost perfect movie. And, that, mm. you know, when uh, Marty, as I call him, oh. uh, when Marty says he's one of the, Ari is one of the most exciting, fresh uh, voices to come out of modern cinema, mm. I, he's not wrong. Yeah. And I really want to see where his career is going to go. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's just going to be absolutely um, fascinating. I want Alex to be, you know, stick to the writing. Let somebody yeah. else have that critical distance in between yeah. the writing and the direction because I don't think that's where your talent lies drag 
right? <laughs> but no, very honest, very honest. I feel like, yeah, I agree. And I am excited to see what comes out. And I think A24 are doing the God's work right now. Oh. I know. Like, oh, they are absolutely. providing us film nerds with something to just call fresh and new and be excited for. <laughs> and right? you know, there's nothing. I don't want to watch Marvel. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch Disney remakes. I just am done. And I don't want to watch, like, God, another sequel to something. Bridget Jones Diary 76. No one cares. Stop doing that. But right. Just to see that Botoxed face. <sighs> yeah. Oh, she's a size 14. Technically, she's classed as fat. No, she's not. I mean, you know, would you stop? Like, it's crazy. I mean, I know I want everyone to be super skinny, but the fact that, like, Bridget Jones was, like, size 12, and they were like, she's such a fat bitch. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but that, so was, that was the thing in Empire Records, like, Hulk and where we were talking about. She was the... Oh, she's so skinny in that. But she, yeah, no, because she's uh, supposed to have an eating disorder in... Uh, but yes, because she she's thinks she's body fat. dysmorphia, yeah. and she thinks she is. And she's, like... She's, yeah. like, size eight. Yeah, yeah, she's average, an average person in the 90s. But that was the 90s. Everyone had to be dead, dead skinny in the 90s. Like, as a woman, I remember growing and up. And then just get... Your blue eyeliner, uh, eyeshadow, and just wipe it on your eyelids. That's I also, it, done. this sounds really terrible, but I also can't look at Liv Tyler's face. I find her very unattractive. I can spend the rest of my life looking at Liv Tyler's face. You can, you can do, you can do my share of looking at Liv Tyler's face because I'm okay. That's fine. I'll, I'll fall on that sword. Wait. <laughs> Thanks. I'm so glad. You're such a hero, Steve. Oh, my God. I mean. Well, thank you for joining me on today's episode. It's been an absolute blast. I'm so glad we got to do this before you go back. Yay! And although our members of the podcast gang have exited because she got a bit excited with the LucasAid, but we've had a very Val-heavy episode. And as always, guys, remember to go and give us a follow on Instagram at UK Film Review. Check us out on our website, UK, Steve wants to say something. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And as I said, give us a comment, drop a like, rate us five stars on here or wherever you feel is appropriate but i know you want to give us five stars yeah you do star us star us baby we're stars (laughs) and if you have any films that you want to submit to the company or you have any film festivals coming up or any other things that are involving film or you're an up-and-coming director then of course go over to our website find our email address ping our big boy daddy chris an email and we will review your film or upcoming festival or upcoming film event that is what we do we only travel business class, though. Yeah, I'm not flying an economy <laughs> or Like, what do I... I, t- I said I went to Gucci. What do you expect? Peasants? Yeah, I want a bottle of Cristal. Oh. Business class. Even though and, I'm Tito, I want to pour it out for my homies. <laughs> and then just fill it up with tap water. And I'm like, I'm a star. Right. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Uh, next month I will be um, digging out through the vaults of an episode that me and Pete did where we talk about George Romeo so it's going to be Night of the Living Dead Central yeah I know we're going to chat zombies oh, zombies and shopping malls um, so that'll be a great one for you to guys to listen out to so and then I think for Christmas we're doing Gremlins me and Sarah oh, which will be interesting classic Christmas movie never seen Gremlins 2 I'm building it up so I'm going to watch it with Sarah which will be exciting absolutely so fantastic um, yeah, yeah I, it's my favourite one. Really? Yeah. And me and Jake are also doing the League of Gentlemen and Psychoville combination episode. Yeah, my wife nowadays. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to be doing that. So we've got some up and coming bangers for you, which means I have to rewatch Psychoville, which is like a stressful TV show. So Oh, it's so beautiful. It's on like 10, 12th season or something now. Yeah, it's I'm so really glad, weird. Like, yeah, it's so weird. It's my so sister beautiful. loves it. I got Claire onto it and she loves it. Yeah. But thank you so much, guys. As I said, Give us a like, give us a rate, all of that fun jazz. And I look forward to seeing you next month. And of course, stay spooky, kids.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.